As a young boy, I was always challenged uh, whenever I wanted to go do things and go places that uh, weren't where mom and dad wanted me to go. Early on, my mother would be able to say to me, now don't do that again, John. We want you to be safe, John. Now come home afterwards, John. You know, mom was the one. But then there was the time when I got a little bit older and there was the comment that would always be made you just wait until your dad gets home. And all day I would be thinking about when dad gets home, what's going to happen? How's he going to deal with me? What's he going to say to me? Today we want to look at what is it in the future that is going to guide us. And I just thank God for the opportunity we can share together here in this passage and as we live life together. And I pray that God really speaks to you in a way that just lifts you up. I'm John Smizer. I'm from Southern California area. And it's so good to share with you. Day after day, as we look into God's Word, I am encouraged, even at my age, I am seeing new things. And I, I pray that God reveals Himself more clearly and in special ways to you in the future, as well as today. We just thank God for the opportunity to be with you today. Let's listen as God's word is read to us in this passage. Luke chapter 21, verses 10 through 24. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. But not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is a time of punishment in fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. 
they will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. It almost seems like I'm reading out of the newspaper, doesn't it? Because as we enter into this passage, it seems like current events. It seems like everyday material. It opens here as we've heard already. Then he said to them, nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdoms. Oh, our world is in such turmoil. All around, all around the world. Now, some areas get focused on and some areas we don't hear so much about. But it seems like there's nations against nations right now. And so we look forward to what, what is it that we're going to know about the end time things. It goes on to say, there will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilence in various places in fearful events, great signs from heaven. You know, who's the creator of all of those things? God is the creator of that. You know, we, we can look and understand it's his creation that in many ways is going to speak to us and be the one is, you just wait until dad gets home. Well, you just wait until God's creation speaks to us. It goes on and it says, but before all of this, they will seize you, persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you into prison. And you will be brought before the kings and governors and all on the account of my name. When I was in high school, um, I sure enjoyed being with all the other young people. When I was in college, I, I loved meeting people. During some of those periods of my life, I'm not sure people understood that I was a Christian or a follower of Jesus. I don't know that there was enough evidence that would say, I'm living my life in the name of Jesus. In the end times, when the days come, we're going to be persecuted for living a life that represents Christ. And, and I want to encourage you because there's going to be some people will turn away, it tells us in other passages, that they will hide from the name of Jesus and they would not be uh, able to be uh, convicted by their actions in any way following Jesus. And notice here in this verse, it says all of these things would happen on the account of my name. I remember certain newscasts where people who were asked, do you reject God? Will you pledge allegiance to another? And they would say no. And even in the most recent years, we've seen people executed for not willing to reject the name of Jesus. May God's strength build up in you that uh, faithfulness, that continuing till the end of honoring Him, not only in our actions, but in our words as well. It goes on and it, it says in verse 15, it says, uh, For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. 
you know, I, I wonder sometimes, how do people think the thoughts they do? They seem like so contrary to what God would want in our lives. I wonder, where does that come from? Well, you and I understand and we know that in the ways Satan has blinded the eyes and hearts of those who are not of Jesus, who are not following Jesus, not in Jesus. And they are clueless about the things of God and they live a, a life committed to another. It's the Antichrist. It's other anti than Christ. Antichrist against Christ. And in these last days, I'm going to be convicted of following Jesus. And it's going to be a testimony to them. And I'm not going to be without the right words because it says here, it's a promise to me that I in those end times will be able to speak words uh, with confidence, to speak to them in ways that they will not be able to refute them. And so I encourage you that we may not know or prepare for those times, but I'm confident when those times arrive, we'll be ready to, to speak and to witness for him. It seems like when I, uh, as a pastor, go into a hospital room, I'm not always sure, or, or what am I going to say? It's not like a prepared sermon. I will go in and I will address the person and greet them, and then I will engage them in conversation. And in those times, it, it seems like the Lord lays on my heart a direction, a word, a passage of scripture, maybe even a song of sorts, not me singing it, but referring to it, and encouraging them that God speaks to us when we need to have it. Not before, in the parking lot, I don't know what to say, but when I'm in that room, speaking with someone who is struggling, God gives me the right words. And I wanna encourage you that at the time of crisis in your life, God will give you the words that you're needing. I just thank God that he's there faithfully for us. It goes on then, and it tells us that everyone will hate you because of me. I want to encourage you. Our goal is not to be liked by the world. Our goal is to please God. In our last days, focus on him. This passage brings us into an understanding of history. These words spoken prior to what the events would lead up to the 70 AD destruction of the temple. Josephus, the historian, tells us about how tragic things were. And in fact, this passage is very prophetic. Here we see it says, how dreadful it will be in those days, in verse 23, and it goes on. And if you look at Josephus, he speaks about those things. And then it goes on, and they will fall by the sword and will take a, be taken as prisoners to all the nations. They will be dispersed through all of the world. 
It's foretelling that. And then it will be, the Jews will be spread out until the end of the time of the Gentiles. I'm a Gentile. I don't know about you if you have the blood of Abraham in your veins, but there is a time when our rule, our authority will be turned over to God and he will work with his children. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't know the future. We don't understand what is going to happen, but we do know the one. When my father comes home, he will tell me. And when God comes, he will tell me. You are faithful, God, a loving Heavenly Father that has the very best in mind for each of us. And as we look at the circumstances around us, Lord, we know that we can trust you. We can't depend on men or or material things, but in you we can depend. Father, may our hearts be drawn to you closer every day. In your precious name, amen. Oh uh-huh.